Hey, JMU, welcome back to our Rebound podcast. I'm Dr. Tim Miller, the Vice President for Student Affairs here at JMU, and I'm excited to be here with Haley Kumpf, a JMU student I had the pleasure of mentoring and getting to know. Haley, welcome, and can you start off by telling us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Um, so my name is Haley Kumpf. I am a senior marketing major with a concentration in digital marketing. I'm from Scotch Plains, New Jersey. I am graduating this May, and on campus, I've and a part of Relay for Life and Gamma Sigma Sigma, which is a service sorority. And then talk to me a little bit about sort of, I know we met each other sort of in your, you know, trying to figure things out and trying to get, you know, things moving for yourself. Can you talk a little bit about the process, where you were at that point uh, and sort of what led to you sort of reaching out and for us to start working together and getting you on track? Yeah, Absolutely. So it was spring semester of 2020, which was spring semester of my sophomore year. Um, And I was at a point where I needed to retake a class so I could get into the College of Business, um, except I needed to get an A in that class and an A in my other College of Business class to get the GPA. Um, So I wasn't really on track to get there to ideally take Cobb 300 in the fall of junior year to be on track to graduate. Um, So that's when I reached out and I just needed to know how to study and what to do to really get those grades in the classes that really mattered. Um, And there was also kind of a lingering threat of not returning to JMU if I didn't get A's that semester. So I really just needed to get it together and hear from an outside perspective of how I could do that and just have that support there. And just because I think it is relevant, can you also talk about the spring break motivation that was there for you as well? Yeah, absolutely. So my parents kind of gave me an ultimatum (laughs) and they said that I had plans to go to California for spring break. Um, So they had said, if you don't have all A's going into spring break, then you're not going on spring break. So since I needed all A's that spring to stay at JMU per my parents' request, they told me to bet the $400 plane ticket on it to get all A's going into spring break, because I guess at that point in the semester, that's really the turning point. You kind of know where you're at by spring break, if you're going to finish strong or not. So it was kind of the extra motivation to do what I want to do and get where I need to be. Well, and I think that, I believe there was also a Disney part of that trip too, right? There was Disney. Yeah. So we were staying at the Disneyland hotel. Um, So it was only for four days, I believe. So we spent two days in Disney Um, And then we took a day trip over to the Santa Monica Pier. We went to Hollywood Boulevard. We went down to Rodeo Drive in Beverly Hills. So yeah, I did end up going on the trip. I did have all A's going into spring break. It was really awesome. And it felt good to like do that for myself. It was really rewarding to get the grades and then be able to almost like treat myself to spring break. So I wasn't in a position where I had to work super hard to kind of catch up. And, and Haley, I'm going to leave this up to you, how much you want to share, but coming into this, habits and grades and things like that were not going as well. Can you sort of set the stage for us a little bit about, and then we'll talk about the 180 that you did, but can you talk about sort of where you were as much as you want to say grades-wise, but also study habits and things like that beforehand? Yeah, of course. So my fall semester freshman year, I'll back all the way up, fall semester freshman year, I had a 2.5 GPA. I was not doing super great in my classes. It wasn't academic probation worthy, um, but I was good at college, (laughs) not necessarily college classes. I wanted to have my fun. I wanted my, I wanted to have my cake and eat it too, so to speak. So it got to a point where 
I had gotten a tutor for one of my classes, except at that point it was too late because I didn't know ABC and the tutor was trying to teach me D. And so it just didn't work. Spring semester, freshman year comes around. I do a little better in some of my classes. Not as great as I would have wanted to. There's definitely some indecent grades on my transcript that I'm not proud of. Um, And then fall semester, junior year was really, it was tough because I was in those hard classes for, to get into Cobb 300. Um, And being that the classes I had taken before I didn't do well in, I needed to do well that fall to be on track. And unfortunately, at the end of the semester, I just wasn't. Um, I actually had my advisor tell me, hey, change your major. And that was kind of a reality like check because I knew I wanted to be in business. I was formerly an accounting major. I'm so happy I changed to marketing, but I knew I wanted to be in business. So changing my major, while it was a thought, it wasn't really an option for me. And so that ultimately led me meeting you and being like, I have to figure this out. Yeah. Well, and I would say, I want to make sure everyone figures this out. Like we met and it was, I think, really helpful, but you did the work. So I want to make sure this doesn't come across as Tim Miller's so great. This is about the work you put into this. So can you talk about, you know, this was obviously a really stressful time. You're trying to figure this out. You know, you knew you had COP 300 coming, Uh, but I have to say, I mean, Haley, I use your experience as an example to other people. What can happen when a student really takes ownership and says, I want to do better and I want to do things differently. And, And I think the thing that always impressed me the most is that you made school your job again. You realize that this was your top, your top priority and you change. So can you just do the like, here's how I organized myself a little bit before and then here's what changed and how you did that. Can you talk about that shift? Yeah. So before, in all honesty, there was no <laughs> organization. I was I was doing the bare minimum, essentially, like do your homework and go to class and maybe study the night before a test. I didn't do the extra credit problems that were suggested or the extra homework problems that were suggested. I was simply doing the bare minimum because that's all I really ever had to do like in high school. Um, So then when we began meeting, you bought me a planner and I was planning my day to the hour. Essentially, I was going to class. And then after class, I was reviewing my class notes to make sure I actually understood what I did in class that day. From there, I would do the homework I was assigned that day, whether or not it was being turned in it was just to really reiterate that I understand what I learned and I understand what I'm doing. So come the test, I don't need to cram in three days. I'm actually learning over the course of the four weeks leading up to the test. Whereas I wasn't before, because again, I was just doing that bare minimum. Um, And it, it was a really stressful experience. I remember coming into your office and like crying because I was like, I'm so tired. And I'm so stressed, but looking back on it, it wasn't that bad. Like you just have to give a hundred percent. And I, I wasn't doing that. And when I started doing that, it, it was tough. It felt like a lot of work. I was giving myself eight to 12 hour days, making sure I fully understood what I was doing. And it was exhausting, but it definitely paid off. And I've been able to adjust those habits now that I have formed them. So I'm not spending 12 hours a day doing schoolwork, which has also been a learning experience and just really beneficial for like me and my studies. 
I also think that early on you had to put in more hours because you were almost relearning the things you didn't pick up from the earlier semesters. You had to almost relearn some of that, right? I, yeah, I was basically starting from rock bottom. Like I basically felt like a freshman because I was like, how do I do college? Because I hadn't been doing college. Like tests were not the same as they were in high school. Quizzes weren't even the same. Like I never had pop quizzes in high school. Pop quizzes aren't a problem. You're making sure after class, you know, the material you're learning because then you go into Thursday's class after Tuesdays and you know what you learned. And if you didn't, then you went to office hours Wednesday. So it, it just took that shift. I was really starting from the ground up and like starting over. Yeah. Now, that's the thing. I mean, I, I want you to talk a little bit about the importance to reach out, because I think that's the hardest step is to admit that you need some help and you need someone to sort of outside of sort of the norm, outside of maybe parents, outside of other people to help. Can you talk about sort of how you sort of got up the courage to reach out and ask for help and try and get someone to be part of that process with you? Yeah, I I think a lot of the motivation came from my parents because I'm sure any student or any kid, there comes a point where regardless of how much you know you need your parents' input, you do not want it. I was like, you know, I can figure this out. I can do it. You want me to get all A's? Fine. I couldn't have done it if I hadn't like, I I feel that the help I sought out kind of kept me accountable because I wasn't listening to my parents. It was like, I was almost doing it on my own terms, if that makes any sense, because I agreed to get the help. And then once I got it, I was like, okay, well, now I have to improve myself to make this person proud. Like, it wasn't just, I was doing it for my parents. Like you were able to hold me accountable and keep me on track. And when I was having hard days, I didn't have to call my mom. I could shoot you an email or come to your office and be like, Hey, I'm scared. I'm falling behind. I need to get it together. And you would say two sentences and I would be like, yeah, I'm being dramatic. Like I got this. I know what I'm doing. So I think it was just the feeling of like having someone in my corner almost that wasn't like a built-in support system, so to speak, like my parents. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I remember that we had at least one or not maybe two resets where you felt like, okay, the things that you had tried, you maybe got comfortable with them and then, you know, sort of slipped on them a little and just needed a quick reset. But I, cause I think that one of the things I remember Haley is that you were learning how almost, you said it almost like you were learning how to do college. Yeah. And when you're learning how to do something is you're never going to learn it once and just do it, do it perfectly every semester is different. You can eventually feel like, oh, I got this. I don't need any more help. My, I don't need my calendar anymore. I don't need this. Um, but can you talk about the systems that you use? I mean, I th- you mentioned the calendar briefly. Can you talk about sort of how you organize yourself and how you sort of use that resource? Yeah. Um, so I was pretty much planning my day out to the hour at, at first. So like spring semester, sophomore year, when I started meeting with you, it was pretty much like wake up was written down in my planner. I would wake up, I would get to festival by 9 30, 10 o'clock in the morning. And my day would start. I would take the bus to classes wherever they were on campus at the time. I would go back to festi after class. I would get myself dinner and I would stay there till eight o'clock. So I was really planning it by the hour. I had wake up, go to festival. Once I get to festival, I give myself 10 minutes to set up all my stuff. And then from 1030 to 1130, I'm focusing on what I did in class on say Monday. So I know what I'm going to do in class today. 
I would go to class. I, I had like hop on the bus in my planner. Like <laughs> I would, so I hopped on the bus, I go to class, I go back to Festy, which was also in my planner, go back to Festy. And from there I would, it would be review classwork. So I would go through my notes and reread them or look, look through the problems we did or rework the problems we did. So I could really ask myself if I understood what I learned that day. And then from there, it would be like lunch break. So I was I was really just to the hour. Here's what you need to do, because I think part of my problem is I had so much free time. I didn't know how to spend it. So I almost had to at first. I, I don't do that per se anymore, planning it exactly to the hour. Um, but I had so much free time at first. I kind of had to be like, you know what, from 1030 to 1045, you're hopping on the bus because you have class at 1115. I almost had to do that. Otherwise, I would have had so much time and not know what to do with it. That's why I never studied, I think, because I always had more time. I always had tomorrow after class. So once I could sit there and be like, okay, after class, this is what you're going to do. And then this is what you're going to do after that. It held me accountable and made me use my time better. No, I agree. I mean, you really committed to creating that structure. And I think so many students struggle in the college environment because there is no structure. So Haley, talk to us about how you're doing now. Like what's the min, the rebound from that 2.5 and, and wherever else you ended up either higher or lower than that GPA was like, where are you now? How are you doing? You're graduating. It's crazy. So I definitely did a complete 180. So I ended up making Dean's list that spring. Um, that's the spring thing went online for the first time. I actually got out of taking one of my finals. I I was on a great track. I was so, so proud of myself. And initially I was really freaked out because I had been doing so good in the eight weeks leading up to spring break that when stuff went online, I remember emailing you and being like, I, I can't do this at home because I can't go to festival at 10 o'clock every morning. <laughs> so it was definitely a shift. So I was really proud of how I handled that. Um, and then junior year, fall of junior year, I was in Cobb 300. Um, and I believe I was in touch with you a few times because it was hard. I was, no one wants to be home with their parents taking classes. And if you ask anyone in the business school, I can guarantee you, no one wants to be taking Cobb 300 with their parents. <laughs> it, it was tough and it was an adjustment, but I made it through. I think I ended with A's and B's in those four classes. Spring of junior year, I did struggle a little bit because that's when I got into the accounting core classes. And it's a weeding out process. All, all of college is pretty much a weeding out process. And I was one of the people that got weeded out. And I'm not afraid to say it because that's the harsh reality. You think you're good at something or you think you like something. And it might just not work out. And I struggled a lot because I was making my planner and I knew there was one class I had to devote a lot of my time to. Luckily, with classes still being online, I was able to dedicate that time to that class, but it just wasn't enough. And I remember reaching out to you and because I had failed a test and I hadn't failed a test in three semesters since I had started meeting with you. So I, I was freaking out. I didn't know what to do. My grade in that class was not great. I am not proud of it. But at the end of the day, I did the best I could. And I did as well as I could and the most I could. And it ultimately led to where I am now as a marketing major. 
and I'm super happy in my major. My grades were great last semester. I think I was like 0.05 points away from getting Dean's List in my GPA. I was so close, but I'm actually happy in my classes. And I think that makes a difference too, because no one's going to be extremely motivated to just kill it in a gen ed. You know, my marketing classes, I'm in a social media class right now. I've been on Instagram since I was 12, 13 years old. I love it. I love learning about it. I want to do social media for like a big company one day. So I would say as a piece of advice, almost to really push through the stuff that kind of needs to get done. But at the same time, don't hold yourself down if you think this is the path you should be taking, when in reality, it might not be because it might lead you to something better that you're totally happy doing. And like, I like going to class now. And that was the big thing. I didn't like going to class because I didn't like my classes and classes were hard. But now that I learned how to deal with that, and now that I like my classes too, that makes it easier. But it's really made a difference. And my grades are pretty good if I do say so myself. I'm very proud of myself and I cannot believe I am graduating in just six weeks. Yeah, no, it's amazing. So let's end with, we're going to give you sort of the final word here. Uh, What do you want to tell other students that maybe find themselves in your shoes where maybe the college environment, they're struggling to organize themselves, they're maybe not doing well, they had one or two bad semesters. What, What advice would you give them? I would say, seriously, don't be afraid to seek out help. Like you might see your friends doing well and you might not want to seek out that help. Because I remember for me, it was almost embarrassing. Like, well, why can't I just be good at school? Because I always was. So I was like, why am I struggling? None of my friends are struggling. I'll tell you what, some of my friends were struggling. They just don't tell you. So if you think you need help, don't be embarrassed or ashamed, like get the help because you will benefit so, so greatly from it. And college is hard. Everyone tells you that college is hard, but you won't know that until you experience it yourself and realize this is what I have to do to succeed. Things aren't going to be handed to you on a silver platter like they were in high school. And I mean, I didn't take AP classes, so my high school experience really was a breeze. So I did not even know what to expect. I just knew college was hard, but it is hard. So really like seek out the help or advice or assistance if you need it. But at the end of the day, you really have to be willing to help yourself. You can lead a horse to water, but you cannot make it drink. And my parents would say that to me all the time. And it took me longer than I'd like to admit to realize like, yeah, I had all these people in my corner, you included, but I couldn't have done any of that had I not actually helped myself out. So I would say be there for yourself and hold yourself accountable, but also like, don't be afraid to get the help that you might need. When I think about too, that comment, like comparison is the thief of joy is one of my favorite quotes out there. If you assume, if all your friends are doing great, they just might not be telling you like everyone's struggling with. Um, so to try and say, Oh, I'm the only one, you know, I just don't think that's true. And, you know, I remember your parents were with you the whole time. I, and, you know, I think it was good what you were saying. Uh, you know, they were with you, even though they were saying, you got to do this and you got to do this. But I remember you always saying that they told you that they believed in you. And I think they did. And uh, I'm real, I'm just really proud of you. And uh, I see the belief that you have in yourself now 
and you're going to graduate in six weeks and you've done really well here. And when you had a struggle, you, you sought out help and it made a huge difference. So I, I want you to hear from me because I know you hear from your parents. I'm proud of you. You've done great stuff and you've really, you've really, I mean, not to make it funny with the name of this, but your rebound is really impressive. And I hope that it can help other people that maybe are having that same struggle. Yeah. Thank you. I, I hope it can help people because I needed to hear it as much as the next person did. Like as a freshman, sophomore, college is hard and it's not necessarily going to get easier. You just have to put in the time and put in the work and really, again, hold yourself accountable and make it happen. Yeah, no, that's great. Well, Haley, thanks for taking the time with us today. Uh, Everyone that wraps up this edition of the Rebound Podcast. Until next time, keep working hard. Keep knowing that you can do this. Look out for help and think about what your rebound story is. And we'll be be back with you for the next podcast. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Haley. Rebound. 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 Rebound.